Welcome, everyone, to the Face the Day podcast. And to be honest with everyone listening out there, uh, my co-host and I, we didn't know when the best time would be to start this podcast. However, we figured that if we didn't start it, we would just never, ever start it in general. So we just decided to record and get it going. And here's my uh, my co-host to have a few words uh, before I rant too long. That's right, my friend. The best time to start is now. And the best time to start also was yesterday. Today we bring to you a collection of thoughts and ideas that we think you can use to better yourself. Yes, and just because this is called Face the Day does not mean it's a self-help motivational podcast. However, you may find things within this that you know you use to help yourself along the way. And at the very least, you will have a laugh. We can guarantee it. Yes, we can. Now, some of the things we talk about, you may not fully understand the concept behind them or understand why we're talking about them, but to be honest, that's life, isn't it? That is life. We all have ideas, we all have thoughts, and sometimes it takes two to really bring the most out of those thoughts, to flesh them out, and we have a series of absolutely hilarious tweets that we want to read to you and kind of riff off of. See what you think. See what we think. Now, some of these things aren't exactly all tweets. However, by saying tweets, sometimes we might mean thoughts. Thoughts. Whether they're typed out or not. Anyhow. Anyhow. My co-host, I, I must say something here. And my first question to you would be... Yes. Let me ask you something real quick. Due to the due to the COVID and everyone working remotely, there has been an increase in the amount of exclamation marks that coworkers have been expressing to one another through typing amidst the remote co-working. And do you find this to be annoying or do you accept it? Great question. Great question. You know what? The very first thought that popped into my head was that the better the friend the less exclamation points we use. My best friends, including my co-hosts here, I rarely use exclamation points. I don't know why, but if I do, then it's because it's sincere. But I will never put an insincere exclamation mark with my best friends. Like there are people I work with and they have <laughs> the personalities of a period, but they're using exclamation marks. And to be honest, co-host, I don't like it. It doesn't It's fit. not real. And I'm sick of it. I, I don't blame you, man. It's not real. And it's the realness that we crave. It's the realness is the reason we do it this It is the podcast. realness that we crave. And this leads to the next question. Why do dogs like to run away? Oh, well, that's, they have that's great, an age-old question. They have great homes, warmth. <laughs> Even the dogs that live in the cold environments, um, they love to run away. Sorry, the, the dogs live in the cold environments. You know they're living in warm. They're living in warm homes. They have good food. They have good families. Good houses. But yet, whenever the door opens and the air is in front of them, they will run away. Mm. And what is the answer? And why does this happen? Great question. Again, I really think that it comes down to training, especially with dogs. Now, cats, cats will wander, and sometimes they'll find their way back, and sometimes they don't. With dogs. If they truly want to escape, 
well then maybe they were you were never their master now let me ask you another question okay on another subject why does every article on the internet not tell you how long and how many minutes it's going to take to read Mm. well why does this not happen to every uh, article out there well I would think that most readers read at different paces Maybe that's why. Maybe the algorithm doesn't know. But wouldn't you say that most people, before they read an article, would appreciate knowing how long it's going to take to read? And why doesn't this happen in more places? Absolutely. You're right. It should. I know that Medium.com does a great job of estimating the read time. Hey, you know what, co-host? we got to be careful because we're not being sponsored by anyone. we got to be careful not to drop any actual names of uh, companies or websites here. So let me ask you another question. I was driving around... um, just on a side note for anyone listening out there, my co-host and I were both delivery drivers mm. in one way or another. So we, we both hit the road. We both made some deliveries for various platforms out there. We won't say the names. <laughs> oh. There's been various uh, platforms that we deliver food for, but we won't say the names of the companies. <laughs> because we're not being paid by any of them. However, uh, note for anyone listening out there, if anyone wants to pay us, uh, we'll gladly accept the uh, endorsement money. Yeah, but we'll anyways, um, <laughs> um, when you're driving around in the wintertime, uh, we both live in a place called Chicago. And from what I've noticed, uh, when you're on the road and the, the road is covered by snow, it's very difficult to uh, see speed bumps. Mm. And what I'm trying to say to you, co-host, is that people underestimate and rarely discuss how dangerous it is to drive on roads that are covered by snow and have speed bumps on them. What are your thoughts on that one? Fascinating question. Fascinating point. Growing up in the Midwest... Let me, let me rephrase this real quick before you speak. Pete, all the hype comes from, from the potholes. The potholes. But well, no the potholes one, are infuriating. No one ever discusses it's speed bumps. Infuriating. Yes. Well, you know Why? what? Why? Here's why. Let me tell you what's happened to me before. I have legitimately broken parts of my engine going over a speed bump way too fast. And that's when it's dry and clear out. Yes. Now you throw in the snow and all of a sudden you have a recipe for disaster. Maybe they can put little flares or something on or automatic flares on these speed bumps because that is a real concern because you hit that speed bump too hard and you're going to take it to the mechanic a couple days later because your engine light's going to go on and all of a sudden your car doesn't work well. And you know what happened? You probably hit a speed bump too hard. Yes, I completely agree. And this is why I asked this question. Now, this leads me to my next question, co-host, is that during COVID, one of the greatest mysteries to come upon us is there's a lot of attractive girls out there and unfortunately we do not know if they're actually attractive or not because the mask covers uh, their mouth the mask and we don't know we don't know do they have jacked up teeth <laughs> are their mouths looking normal or not we don't and know what is the answer and then another question i have for you co-host why do we have to wear a mask when we walk into a restaurant or into a public place, but when we sit down, we don't have to? But we're literally oh. in the same exact place. So what is your answer to that? Great. Co- thank you, co-host. That is a great point. And now we're getting into some controversial We're all territory. breathing the same air. We're all breathing the same air. We're all breathing the same air. The science is very conflicted. Now, we can all look at one way or another way, but really, we're taking our mask off when we get to our seat but we're still not socially distanced because there's a table that's four feet away or three feet away. 
or five feet away. But this gets into too much here. Let's go back to the masks. Now, let's go back to the mask. And I have another question for you, speaking about masks, because technically, some of these people used to wear masks before COVID, but they're not anymore. Mm. And my question for you, co-host, is have you ever watched referees during a basketball game instead of the players? Oh, well, have you? I have. And it really changes the game. Unless you're betting on the game and you really want to see the outcome of the score and you're like you know, going crazy by every basket. One of the most interesting things you can do when you're watching a sporting event is watch the referees. Yes. Because they are working. They are. They are hard. They are working for a paycheck. They are making money. And they are not playing the game. So However, 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 they're running up and down the court or running up and down the field. They are. They are, Dan. The man... Sam, I am. Do I like to eat eggs, green, green eggs, eggs and, and ham. ham? Now, you know, the reason I said that is because tax season is coming up and we owe Uncle Sam some money, right? Oh, yes. Uh, before you answer, though, I have got a question for you. Because to be blatantly honest with you, I don't care about taxes. I hate taxes, but I don't want to talk about them with you. Well, me too. Taxes are a complicated subject, a very controversial subject. For some, for many, so yes, sir. Dan noodles, like in Japan, uh, we we like to eat Dan noodles. But uh, when it comes to the Japanese, and when it comes to different countries fighting against the U.S., um, something I've actually always wondered for a while, my to my great co-host here, is what happened when Army generals drank a lot and then got really hungover? Mm. Did they just chill the next day, or did they keep planning for battle? Wow. Well, if you had to guess, what? It, it, maybe you have an answer that I don't know of. You know what? I have a couple different answers to that. And we can yeah. go back to the Civil War and we can talk about Grant and Lee. But I'm going to go actually to the Second World War and talk about General MacArthur. Now, he was eventually fired by uh, mm. President Truman, yes, because MacArthur was known for his uh, predilection to the, to the drink. Okay. And he drunk pretty hard. He, was, he had a lot of thoughts about the current, uh, at the end of the Second World War, he didn't like uh, the current President Truman, who took over for Roosevelt. And Truman had to come in and fire his ass. And probably he was, uh, MacArthur, that general was hung over as hell. That, he loved to drink. And you know what? He, he fucked shit up for himself. That's a great answer, co-host. Um, uh, I, I, I've always wondered, like you know, we, we like to drink ourselves, you know. We, oh, we, yes. we like to have we like to throw throw a few back oh, here yeah. and there, you know. Oh, yeah. Whether it's tequila, vodka, whiskey, beer, wine, rum, you know. Sometimes I buy some good rum and it's just Ooh. really good. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's 150 proof and I don't know what I'm doing the next day. But uh, if I was a general in the army. Would I like to plan for a battle the next day? I don't know because I wasn't alive in the 1910s. Mm. But um, anyways, uh, to our next question, uh, I'm alive during the TikTok days. Not the, uh, not, not the war not, days. Not the you war know? days. The TikTok, I'm TikTok wars. You know, I wake up and I eat, uh, I, I eat my uh, Aussie, Aussie bites from Costco. And not, I don't, I don't <laughs> yes. have to make fucking coffee from the fire pot like the dinner rolls. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> But uh, uh, yes, sir. There, there's just serious questions yes, we have to ask here. And, and next I have to ask you, sir, is what is worse, mm. a person with bad breath or bad B.O.? Mm. 
That's a good question. I'm sorry. If my I know breath... it's a good question. That's why I asked you. Oh, I'm sorry if my breath has been bad here. I'm sorry. If it's my no, breath it has nothing to do with your breath. Bad breath or bad bo. If you're sitting next to someone on the subway and you're in a and you're in a discussion with them and they're wearing a sleeveless shirt but they're also talking to you, what is worse, bad breath or bad bo? Ooh, that's a great one. You know, in that situation, you have the worst of both worlds. You got someone who's reeking from the BO and reeking from their breath. So answer the question. Sorry. The question. I don't know. I would think that the, the, the breath is more in your face, but the BO takes over your being. What do you think? I think this is a question that uh, eventually, once we grow this podcast, we would need to ask the audience. Um, and for, for now, I think we're just going to have to take it that we don't know the answer. We but, don't know. The world will never know. You know, they both the, are bad. If, if this podcast, bad... if this co- if this podcast does grow and blows up one day, we would like to ask the audience. For anyone listening out there, you know, you know. Hopefully, you're listening, and hopefully, you're shouting at your uh, screen right now. The answer. You should be shouting at your screen because we want you to shout at your now, screen. Now, next question, Mister uh, Co-host, is if you had to guess, which of these made the most money? Furbies, Pogs, Magic Sticks, Magic Cards, Beanie Babies, Tamaguchi, Pokemon Cards, or Yo-Yos? Well, my friend... Would you like me to recite the uh, options again? One more time. Okay, I would glad to be too. Well, I just said that in a very British way, even though I'm not British. (laughs) This is Doubtfire. I, you know what? You, I don't. I don't I even. I, I can't even speak in a British accent if I well, wanted to. Let me, let me just say that Mrs. Doubtfire. I have no name, British friends. Robin Williams named her Uvaginia Doubtfire, which was huge, huge of a huge of vagina. Why do British people say bloody? Bloody. I don't know, mate. What do they say, mate? They say mate. They say bloody. And uh, whenever you're watching a video on silent uh, from a British person, you can't understand if they're speaking in a British accent or not. You, yep, you know, can't, yeah. and you know, we're just a bunch of dumb Americans here trying to give our takes on different accents. But everyone looks the same, British people, American people. You know what? Who doesn't look like the same? Asian people and, and people from Africa. Oh. Because they That's, have different skin tones so, and different so looks. Th- now they have South Africa. That's a whole other different uh, South Africa. We will pump accent. the brakes before anything racist is said. All right, <laughs> so now, um, and that, that's a joke. <laughs> just a joke. Just okay, a joke. it's a joke. Now, the question for you, uh, Mr. Co-host again, is which made the most money? Furbies, Pogs, Magic Sticks, Magic Cards, Beanie Babies, Tamaguchi, Pokemon Cards, or Yo-Yos? Great question. Phenomenal yes. question. Great question. That's why I asked. Now, Beanie Babies were very valuable back in the day. They were, but now, how much? Now we're going British accent for the whole thing. But I'm speaking in half British accent. Well, let me say. Accent from Angola, Africa. Oh, my Lord. Let's, I was once down on the pull, beach in let 1958. Me I'm going to pull it back to the American accent here because that's where we're from. And if we get too far away from it, we'll never come, come back. Anyway, let me get the point across here. Let's get the point. Um, Magic the Gathering. That was one of the options. Magic the MTG cards are worth quite a bit of money, I'm told. Of all the things that were listed, if you have certain MTG cards, you can sell them for a pretty penny. So go into your closets if you're listening or talk to your uh, nerdy-ass friends. 
They'll give you a card or two and you can sell it. Okay, for anyone listening out there, we will do the due diligence later. <laughs> and we will find out for sure which of those made the most money. But my co-host says magic cards made the most. Um, could you know. be, could so be. So next on the list, uh, my superb co-host is... Have you realized that no one in existence in the world knows how to spell the word handkerchief? Oh. Anchor, anchor. No one knows. Now, is it handkerchief or handkerchief? No one listening to Chief. this podcast right now can literally put a pen to the pad and spell but, the word handkerchief. Oh, no, I could not. I could not even try. For $1 million, can you spell the word handkerchief right now? Let's go. H, uh, hanker, H-A-N. Spell it right now. Hanker. Is no it, looking it's H-A-N-D no or H-A-N-K. H-A-N-K-I-E-F-R, chief, chief, C-H-I-E-F. Wrong! No! Wrong! Wrong, wrong, wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Who cares? Because it's a fucking handkerchief. And people blow their noses and their sneezes into them. And it just doesn't matter, co-host. Okay. Now, my next question to you is, have you ever been to a grocery store or a CVS, Walgreens, anything, and you've seen one of those Coinstar things? Coinstar? I'm not familiar. I'm not talking about Coinbase with the Bitcoin. I don't Uh, care about Bitcoin. I don't like it. Bitcoin. We can talk about Bitcoin later. It's so trendy. I know it's so trendy. No, 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 no. no. It's so trendy. We, 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 you know, we we might need to discuss Bitcoin sometimes too. It's so trendy, but this this question is not about Bitcoin. Coinbase. Coinbase is what? Coinbase is not what I'm talking about. Oh, you're talking about Coinstar. Coinstar. What is Coinstar? Coinstar is a machine that's often found at the grocery stores and the, and the, and the drug stores. And it's a machine that you pour your change into and you get mm. either dollar bills out of or receipts that you you know, you know change in for oh. dollar bills. Well, great question. But I mean, who are we? Who is our audience? A bunch of homeless people collecting cans. I don't care. Use, My question is for Coinstar. you, co-host, is how the fuck do you know... The change that you're pouring into a Coinstar is actually accurate from what they tell you. The change? What would be your response? What would you, be? you go to a Coinstar machine, you pour a gigantic bunch of change that you've been saving for years and years and years, sometimes months, it doesn't matter. You bring the receipt up to what it tells you to the cash register, and how do you know it's accurate? Oh, how do you know the Coinstar well, is not scheming? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know who owns the who owns the, the the machine. If this podcast ever blows up and the CEO of Coinstar listening to this, just know we are on to you. Don't know. And yeah, man, we are just a Sean Paula. We sound like our career we are now. No, 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 no. We are we're on to you, the CEO of Coinstar. Because we're on to you. We're on to you. This is getting out of control. We we know that it's not accurate. Something's right. up. Something is up. Now, uh, one of the, the final questions of this episode, because we're nearing on 20 minutes. Uh, by the way, for anyone listening out there, my co-host and I have made a dedication to not go uh, much past 20 minutes for 20 these minutes. episodes. Because we know people have short attention spans and they're walking, they're running, they're in the car, they might be going to the loo. The loo. Um, the loo. They might be having a tea date with their a friend. Tea. Oh, and tea. Uh, 20 minutes is very acceptable for a nice little episode yes. to listen to the to listen to the things. So yes. my my last question for you, uh, co-host, is um, it has to do with remote working and along the lines of um, you know the exclamation points, but it's a little bit different. And um, do you do you have anything to say about coworkers or people? Um, you know, my my thing is like when I when I write an email, you know, sometimes I'll look over it a few times and I'll send it. But um, oh. my my question for everyone out there is. Any 
anyone that's sending an email to the to the to the people that they're working with how many times are you going to proofread and read over the email that you're about to send before you click send? Great question. How many times do you think people are proofreading and reading over Not that enough. before they hit the word send? Not enough. Not enough. I no, think I just... think they're doing it too much. Oh, well. Just you... send the fucking just email. Send it. Well, that's just the send it. Either you got full you're of... sending it to the high yeah. ups in the company. You're sending it to people. They're going to judge every single word and grammar <laughs> and every single oh, thing you're writing. The grammar. The grammar. Nazi. It's, you know... Well, just that's what send happens. the email. Get, How many you, times are you going to proofread You get that? emails that are either full of grammatical errors or you get emails that are too perfect and they're boring. They need the edge. We want the oh, edge. Oh, man. You know, just send the, the email. Edge. How many times are you going to proofread that uh, email over and over before over you send it? And over. Just send the email. Send the send that email. Send the email. Just press send. Send it. Send it. Send it. Full send. Don't read it again because the person you're sending it to probably won't even read it or care. They won't even care. They read one line. They won't care. Okay, everyone. This has been the first episode of Face the Day. First episode. Uh, My co-host and I greatly appreciate you listening to our our rants about uh, everything in life. Yes. And... um, you know, hopefully you'll tune into the future episodes. And if you have any feedback, please feel free to reach out. And um, have a great rest of your day, night, or shall we say afternoon? Afternoon. We'll afternoon. say it all. We'll take it all. Love you all. Love you all and face the day.